I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. Today, we have a lot to get into. We're going to talk about uh, our NCAA predictions and how some of us, uh, mostly me, are not doing very well. We're going to talk about Zion being out for the year. We're going to talk about some of the NFL free agency and trades. Uh, We're going to talk about F1, of course, opening weekend in Bahrain. We'll talk about that get into some Facebook questions, and then, of course, finish with play of the week. So, I can't start off. I was going to start off with NCAA. I, I just don't think we can do it. I, I think I think we got to start with F1. Are we not swinging it around what's on your mind? Is this just something oh, happening yeah, in pre-production? Yeah, I'm not sure. You just look so angry. You just kind of like, it's just kind of throwing me off. So I'm good. You, know. you I'm good? good. Ty, go first. All right. Well, yeah, it was a serious weekend. There was a lot of footy. There was some golf that was played. I'm wearing the I'm wearing the pebble hat because golf season's officially here. Golf season's upon us. Countdown of Masters is on. Masters commercials are happening. Birds are chirping. Fresh cut grass. The whole nine. Watch Happy Gilmore. It's a good time. Golf's happening. There was a little F1 action. My guy Leclerc started off the season 1-0 betting. And then I got this Chris Kreider card. We're starting to get focused for a cup run. Scanning the mail. I almost fumbled the bag on this, as Ryan is eloquently going to say. If I don't, I'm going to eight mile you real quick. We I had a really fun conversation with Courtyard about cards and blending them with NFTs this past week that people should check out. That's what's on my mind. I'll keep it simple. I played basketball this morning. I played awful. I lost five games. I was literally 0 for N5. Zero wins, five losses. You played five basketball games this morning? Yeah. Are you playing seven, at seven? Seven, like, seven to eight thirty. Games are at eight, which is weird. I was oh. like, who plays the even numbers in sports? You don't do that. But they did that once and two. I was kind of joking. They played to eight? Yeah. That's not really, that's that's not really a game. Literally, you play to nine or 11. Get a, like, get a couple shots up and then and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. That's not really a game. Like, a game's like 16 minimum, 21 most likely. 11 that's is fine. I can that's get to not, 11. Yeah, right. Easy. Hold on. Game's to 11. Game's to seven are in play, too. It's called a quick game. Keep moving. No. Keep on the court. Old legs. Seven. But my you know, I was a little I had the heebie jeebies out there a little bit. So I'm trying to recover, get the day back on track. Then my computer was giving me the Fritz this morning and on we go. Big win in tennis. Taylor Fritz, first American to win at Indian Wells since Andre Agassi beating the doll on Sunday. Congrats to them. Clearly had a lot of juice in the sports world. Yeah, Taylor Fritz, bro. All right, Lou, what's on your mind? Really, the only thing on my mind is F1, to be perfectly frank. Um, I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit later, so I won't spend too much time on it. But I'm looking at right now the list of uh, big free agency editions. And like the NFL just has a way of tricking us sometimes where like we think all the like, there's been a couple crazy things happening. Right. And then it's like Tyrod Taylor to the Giants, Mitch Trubisky to the Steelers. Like those two teams are still going to stink. Drew Locke to Seattle. They're still going to stink. <laughs> so it's just like it's funny to look at like these teams make these big additions and they're still going to be pretty bad. Yeah. You're not wrong. Do you see any of like the non Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, either? And any of the okay, so like where's Russell Wilson go again? Denver. Okay, so think non biggest names, right? In free agency, which team has the best chance to actually be good? Trubisky to the Steelers, the Tyrod Taylor to the Giants, Teddy to the the Bills. Yeah, but the Bills already have Josh Allen. That I'm talking only QB moves. Probably the Saints, to be honest. Signed Jameis? Yeah. I mean, he was really good before he got hurt. Mitch could win eight, nine games in Pittsburgh. I don't think so. I think I don't think they're very good. He's going into a good system, and he could slot in, be a little young, younger Ben. Younger Ben. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think probably Seattle, uh, not Seattle, uh, New Orleans would be the one off that right? Not necessarily a big-name addition, but the team around him is still pretty good. He has success there, you know? Who's this? Yeah. Jameis. Or Teddy Bridge to the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't see Teddy Bridgewater being better than half the teams in the AFC. AFC East. Yeah, famous Jameis. At least Jameis Winston's division is not very good. 
I mean, the Panthers, Falcons, and Bucks are the other three teams. I mean, the Bucks bring Brady back. They're clearly the favorite, but we'll see. What, what do you think happens with Mahomes' product? I don't think the Bengals are making the playoffs this year. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, that's going to be the, like, when I saw the Watson news, like, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the AFC, right? We talk about this where only one quarterback's going to the Super Bowl, only one quarterback's winning the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You've got Herbert, Burrow, Watson, Lamar, uh, Mahomes, Allen. Like, there's just a ton of, you know, Matt Ryan now in Indy. There's there's a bunch of, uh, you know, Mac Jones. Matt Look at Mac Ryan Jones prices. Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville. Like, Russell Wilson in Denver. Only one of those guys is going to the Super Bowl. Only one of them. So yeah, just Matt like, Jones. He's going to the Super Bowl, huh? I mean, no, but his, but his stuff sells like he's going to win the Super Bowl. I agree. Right? His his no. his contenders cracked ice autos do over 10 grand. I'm I'm fairly confident the first one did. Feels like Herbert might just be the gunslinger out of them all. Joey Burrow's nice. I like Herbert's game. So, I mean, in that group, two of them have been to Super Bowls. One of them's won. Two of them won. So, it'll be interesting to see. Chris Kreider, second leading goal scorer in the league. That's crazy. When I saw that, I couldn't believe it. 41 goals right now, one ahead of Ovi. I feel like no one. Matthews has got to be in first, right? Matthews in first with 46. Stud. In 57 games played. Kreider has 41 and 63. Yeah, I saw Matthews playing Columbus twice this year. He's he's different. Pretty good. He's good. All right, let's uh, let's talk about F1. So I know we were all texting Sunday morning, 11 a.m., Bahrain. Uh, if you guys have listened to the show before, you'll know Lou and I are not uh, not Team Red Bull. We're not Team Max, um, and anything but that. So you I could love probably... I love F- I love Max. <laughs> As Lou holds up a gold refractor rookie, I love Max. And PSA eight and says I love Max. You could imagine what the the group chat was like. You know, fired up at twelve forty five Sunday when. Max is whining on the radio talking about the old vehicle not lasting. So, Ty Lou, o- opening thoughts on uh, on Bahrain. I need Ty I to woke be up. I woke up. I watched. I watched. You did? Probably, okay, good. Yeah, I probably watched. I watched the last. Remember, I texted you. I was like, what's good with this? Is this locked up? That was during the restart. Yeah, I wasn't sure what if you were was watching. going on. Yeah, I watched like the last 10 laps, that, uh, the back and forth that those two dudes were having. Mm-hmm. Leclerc. I woke up, fired up FanDuel. It was a, you know, a gambler's weekend. And I saw my man Leclerc on the pole sitting there plus 160, knowing that everyone's just trying to bet on Max to start the season. And I hit the wager. That's my take on the weekend. It was an awesome race. He was he was racing. Max was trying to do his thing, kept coming up, but it was a good race. I haven't been able to f- watch the video. I think something came out. Rod, did you see what happened with, like, the, I guess the fuel pumps are all messed up or something? No, I didn't pay too much attention after apparently there's something wrong with all of the cars that they all have the same issue and apparently that was a big reason why all the red bull cars kept falling out of the race i think four of the the red bull or the honda cars fell out of the race so that's a problem i mean you just hate to see it tough what's the uh controversy with the drive to survive and feels like there's some mixed energy going around right now on that well don't say much about it i haven't watched yeah don't tell don't no spoilers i just feel like it was I feel like it was a little bit over-dramatized, but that's it. Got to Definitely got to watch it. Definitely got to get up on that. You haven't watched any of it? Uh, Drive to Survive Season 3, one episode. Did Leclerc stuff go up over the weekend? Uh, it's on fire. Like, rocket ship status right now. Yeah. So, like, for perspective... But I've he's going to lose this weekend, so it'll go Yeah, right tied. So, just for some perspective on where F1 stuff's at, I bought two chrome autos of Leclerc in the offseason for under three grand a piece. Like, and this is as it was going up. And a PSA 8 sold after his win for 11500 So, yeah, it's uh, it's hot, hot. F1, like a lot, of F1, F, a lot of F1 stuff is hot. Sheesh. I think I got to get, get some purple. <laughs> they have purple, yeah. I know. I know I'm looking right now at some Leclerc Tox Chrome Formula 1 purple refractor. Lou, what's it? Uh, is it Saudi Arabia this week? Saudi Arabia this week, street race. Typically, Charles does not do well in those, so I don't expect him to win this weekend. So, talk to me about street race. Different than like a track race. Yeah, like they're literally the racing on that. Yeah, like they're in the cities. Tires matter differently. Yeah, handling can't drive as fast. I mean, they were doing like the new rules with DRS is crazy. 
Like, it's awesome. There's so much more speed in the races and so much more overtaking. There was more overtaking in that race than I saw, like, all last year, I felt like. So, to the average listener, and I'm going to fall in there in terms of, like, the DRS, like, what is the biggest difference you've seen there? Like, how does that, how does that work? It just opens up the races more for the, for the, for the overtakes, right? Like, so DRS is basically when you're within one second of another car, you can, I'm not going to say this right, but there's like a flap you can push down on the back of the car that just opens up the air and gives you like a speed boost. It's like using NOS in like Need for Speed or something like that. So, (laughs) so they've been using that a lot more. Uh, They were able to use that a lot more in the last race. And I think it helped a lot. And I'm probably speaking on a very general basis. And there's someone who knows F1 a lot better than me. You could speak to it a little bit more. But I think the new rules that what I saw Sunday basically led me to believe that there's going to be a lot more like exciting races and there's going to be more teams in the mix. Haas is in the mix. Yeah. Which, by the way, like if we're going to get into F1 as a show, I feel like we might need to like just get into Haas because they're like the only American team. So that's something to think about. And they have Mick Schumacher. So that would be cool. Third in uh, Constructors Cup right now, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Like they got they're they're in the mix. Magnuson got what P six. Uh. Five. No, five, 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 yeah, five. Yeah, just yeah, I think like the Alpha Tories, the Haases, um, those types of teams are going to be in the mix more. And then you got someone like McLaren who's like all the way back of the pack now. It's like, what happened with that? They got to figure that out. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I was reading a, there was an article on Twitter that talked about like how they tried to get uh, F1 tried to get in the US a couple of years ago, didn't work out. And then they sold to like a marketing company and that's when they got F- uh, Netflix involved and talked about that. So it was cool. Real quick, opening weekend of college basketball, in my opinion, one of the better sporting weekends of the year, just games on all day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, absolutely electric. St. Peter's absolutely smoking me. St. Peter's was fire. Shout out to Jersey. Absolutely just smoking me. I uh, had Kentucky in the final four. That's on you. You know, sick. That's on you. Definitely I love that. Um, yeah, know, that was a t- yeah, a- amateur hour. Definitely, you know, that definitely out of me. I guess that's what happens when you. Well, know. you didn't have him in the final four, did you? Certainly not. I had Beller though, so I won't say that. Yeah, I mean, you hate to see that. Good. Definitely, yeah. definitely. They lost have a tough that. game. Kentucky lost to a school that has like five kids at it. That is well, like those five kids are still playing. Baylor's not, so hate to see it. What? I agree. <laughs> Listen, UCLA is <laughs> making the final four. That's what I know. Mm. No. Easy pick. You, you hate to see it. It's a little pick. How's your bracket? In shambles? Oh, I mean, just like, so we did like a shop one, like between everybody that, uh, everybody on our team. And I'm okay. in like, hold on, I'll tell you, it's not good. I'm in seventh out of 11. I mean, just hate to see it. Yeah. Just getting absolutely dominated by, by the team. Just not good. But, I mean, that's what happens when you lose two Final Four teams on opening weekend. I, I didn't have Auburn in mind. I had Iowa. So, I think two of my Final Four teams, uh, did Iowa win any games or did they lose opening day? Iowa lost Iowa lost in the round of 64. By one point, I think. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, they lost by four to Richmond on opening weekend. Tough. How's the shopping ride? Busy? Uh, it's, it, it's a lot more, uh, like... It reminds me a lot more like when I first started where it's like it's slammed on the weekends, like Saturdays and Sundays are just buzzing, like looks like a card show. And then during the weeks, just like so hit or miss, like there's some days it's like insanely busy. You're like, wow, this is a Wednesday. Why are we so busy? And then you're like, man, we can get a lot done because nobody comes in. It's just it's definitely uh, it's definitely hit or miss, especially during the week. Weekends are Saturdays and Sundays are always buzzing. That kind of makes sense, though, right? Like, you expect that? Yeah, I mean, other than when Ohio State has a noon home game uh, in the fall, the, the weekends are pretty busy. Ohio State's playing, it's, it's definitely not down. But speaking of when I first opened, Zion Williamson was the rookie at the time. Guards were, you know, getting hot. Mm, that's when you first opened your shop at the Old Space? It's May of 2019. Okay. Yeah, it's almost been three years. Zion Prison Basketball came out that fall, December when did 6th, it release? December 6th, 2019. December 6th, 2019, that was a big day for you? Yeah, December 5th, December 6th, it was one of those two days. Because I, was I wasn't there that weekend because it, I was in New England for the Chiefs-Patriots game. Which was? In Foxborough, my first trip. To, divisional playoff? No, just a divisional round game. Gotcha. 
shout out to Mike Kafka for getting us field passes out there, getting to see him say what's up and my first trip to Foxborough. I don't want to get into that. I want to get into Zion Williamson's out for the year. Has yeah. not played a lot of basketball. Not, not shocking to me. How many games has he played? Is this third year? 1920s is rookie season. 2020 to 2021 is his second season. Yeah, this is what this is Zion's third year, third season, which is wild uh, to think, and just hasn't played a lot of basketball. Um, I don't. Jay, do you have any idea how many games Zion's played? I don't know if Jason can pull that while we're chatting, but I can't imagine it's a whole lot. I'm trying to look. We've talked about it before, how Zion playing and doing well would definitely uh, definitely be good for cards. So seeing that he'll uh, likely miss the remainder of the season does uh, is probably not bode well for my man Zion's cards. 85 games. I am now 215 on eBay. You said what? 215 bucks for his prison PSA 10. Would you ever spend two hundred and fifteen dollars on that? No, something to think about for everybody. Yeah, no, not not ideal. Do we think he can? Okay, take. What's your take? What is the next eighteen months look like for Zion? Ryan, he starts year four healthy and playing, and increases his trade value so that he can get out of New Orleans. Hello. I think maybe this is just the New York and me. I think we're headed towards Donovan Mitchell and Zion in New York. That's what I think. Really? Mark that down, Jay, just in case. Zion and Donovan, they did do a little post-chat, post-game chat. I saw the Mitchell thing post-game, and I was like, oh, cool. Like He definitely wants to go to the Knicks. And then I'm thinking about Zion yeah. definitely wants to get out. What's the best drop spot? I, I don't know of any other ones like that. RJ, Donovan, and Zion to the Knicks. And then we just ride out. Could be interesting. He's got to get in shape and all that, but it could be interesting. Yeah, it's like James Harden when he wants out of there. It's like you put on the fat suit and you leave and you're like, boom, next day you're in shape. It's weird. Well, apparently he's back to not caring again, right? That's what I saw. Oh, Zion or James? Harden. He had a couple fun days down in Philly? Yeah, he might have had a couple good nights and then he's like, oh, I'm back to just chilling. That makes sense. So Jason said Playoffs Zion played fun. 61 games his rookie year, 24 last year, and zero this year. Duke reunion in New York, R.J. Barrett, Cam Reddish, Zion Williamson. Coach K's retiring, leaving Duke. Maybe Coach K, coach of the Knicks? No, no. Coach K hasn't coached basketball in years. Uh, yeah, that's true. Lou, what are you buying right now? F1. Ryan, what are you buying right now? Bulk lots. Of? Anything. Bought a massive, ma- the biggest sports car deal I ever purchased. Do drove down from Milwaukee earlier Saturday Saturday and purchased and I purchased the biggest sports card collection I ever purchased. It was all oh we're gonna do a little YouTube content on it, but it was uh you know it's got some some jaw autos some I mean uh, it's got a ten boxes full of stuff. There's like Jaw Giannis Kobe KD uh, Mahomes Herbert Kyler like the guys. Yeah, big big stuff, and then it's got a bunch Any of like baseball? five five to hundred dollars stuff. Uh, there's a lot of everything. There's to, I mean, yeah, it's it's a humongous, it's a humongous deal. Have yeah. we talked about baseball being back yet? Yeah, we talked about it when it was announced. Did like, I just, just miss a week the, of thought? Uh, I'm not sure you paid attention. Yeah, I feel episode. like you just blacked out last week's episode. Is what it I like. might have. I think Where you were was like, I? I think you were kind of like I was at the looking office. and. No, you're just doing other things. Got it. You just weren't baseball committed. Just we just doesn't, weren't... Baseball doesn't really yeah. do it for me. Yeah. Anything we're involving me about, to do you know, it for you. Yeah, Chris, if we're not talking you? about Chris Kreider or tennis or golf. Or yeah, soccer. Right. I mean, you just didn't mention soccer, but. Yeah. Like do people care about soccer still or are they over it? No, they care a little bit. I think it matters a touch. U.S. plays Mexico coming up. We're in a big. Are we really? Are we super, super hurt? I mean, we're always kind of hurt. That's concerning, Both though. Like, we're not in... and in physical health. Are we? <laughs> are we confirmed for the World Cup yet, or no? So that's a problem. We win a couple games, yeah, but most people aren't. We got. We need five points. Four points. Really most people aren't. Most people aren't as talent efficient as we are. That are also missing players. Super <laughs> <laughs> fair, but we got a big game coming up against Mexico. Are you speaking of confirmed? Are we confirmed? Are you guys confirmed for Miami? 
F1, Ty. Oh, uh, yeah. You say that, but like, day. yeah, like wasn't there potentially something? Wasn't there something on the table potentially? Yeah, there's a couple potential things on the table. Like, am I confirmed? Yeah, I'm confirmed until I'm not confirmed. What kind of confirmation are you looking for? I think Ryan's confirmed? looking for Ryan's looking for confirmation that he can book his flight. I think is what he's looking for. Oh, I've already booked my my flight. I'm I'm in. Like, you got I'm, a hotel? I'm going. I'm going with or I love you guys. I'm going with or with classic Ryan. You just so like like, it's kind of like the Dallas trip when Todd's like, yeah, I'm in, and then like misses his flight the next day. Like I'm actually gonna. It's nothing like the Dallas trip. It it could be like the Dallas trip. Uh, You're gonna be there, Jay. Jay, let's mark this right. It's you're staying with Jay Tuesday. No, I'm not staying with Jay. Oh, I've already booked him oh, all my stuff. Jay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we're I'm already booked. I'm locked in. Crush Jay. Um, <laughs> all right. So, right. I think you're confused yes. a little bit, but keep going. No, I'm just like, uh, you know, it's you guys. When you guys say, "Yeah, we're in," we're locked in. I've known you guys well enough now that like you like something, something else come up the day before, up. and yeah, you just like, you guys yeah. just like, "Hey, we're out." Like, like, yeah. like, Yo, can I ask? Can I ask a quick question? Right. Um, I watched your vlog last night. The number one question I had coming away from it that it seemed that a lot of people also had was, how annoyed do you get with Tyler and I for never being on time for things ever? Um, I'm just like, I try to be on time to most things. And it's you guys working. Wait, 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 wait. Read, read the question from Jeremiah. One of the questions from the Facebook group, I think. Says, how late was Lou to the trade night? How late was Tyler? Does that low key make Ryan mad? Were we late? Uh, we were. We were late. Late. You were fucking super late. We're not cursing anymore. Yeah. Sorry. Not. Sorry. I got I it. Thank you, Judy, for coming. In. Fifteen minutes late to your own trade That's night. That's on time. That's you not. You got coming up for a little bit. No, brother. <laughs> so you were mad. Trade night doesn't. No, not not at all. I'm Emily, this is not about today. You or today. It's not about you yeah. or today, okay? Yeah, like em- Emily commenting in the comments from behind saying, 15 minutes late today. I had malfunctions, okay? And we started 30 minutes late today. Yeah, this is just a randomness. So you actually might have been early in terms of Tyler time. No, I'm efficient. Okay? No, brother. I come in you ready are... to record. That's all I know. I come Every in, time. the mic goes on, I'm ready to go. True. Oh. True. Boom. Okay, well, I'm sure. sorry that I'm always late, but that's my life, and I can't do anything about it. Who was it. doing pre-production over the weekend? It wasn't right. I wasn't invited to pre-production. Nobody mentioned that. I could have been there, and I would have been there it on It was time. right there on text. Not much chatter from you. The production you. was happening on text. No fuck, No You way. cursed again. I didn't say one curse word. I didn't They're say a curse so word there. They're so mad in the YouTube comments. They get so what happened? He was, I didn't he was, say a curse word there. Hold on. Right, your vlog? You were just burying us for being late? No, but in the vlog, I'm like, yep, Ty and Lou, late to their own trade night. Definitely definitely said it. I mean, it was. you. I wasn't lying. I can't control Uber traffic. But you can control when you leave. I Actually, I can't. Mm. Well, then maybe mm. we should have, you know, just said, hey, let's do 730 instead. I had no, I have no control. All right, next when... topic, okay? <laughs> None of this being late. All my friends say I'm late. No, I, I am the late guy also. That's totally a thing. Can we talk for a minute about Fortnite? Because it's back. It's back. We've talked no, about no it a couple though. episodes. There's no building in... There's no building, yeah. I guess and everyone plays the main thing. There's no building right now, but if you spend time with individuals that are like 15 and below, they're just still ripping Fortnite. Exclusively. And that's something to think about in cards as you're thinking about Fortnite cards. We Fortnite Series 3 comes out this week, I think. Mm. I think it has a shot because there's not all these new skins. Like, I don't know. I just think the Fortnite skins are like such a cultural thing. Agreed. It's a real factor. Yeah, Fortnite. Fortnite I like Fortnite with no building. All right. Jay is uh, telling us that there's a lot of questions and a nice. lot of play of the week. So Let's we, go. uh, we got to get into it. All right. Earl Hooks says what percentage of card drop was ryan's fault and what percent was gary's fault 99 percent ryan one percent gary <laughs> watch the youtube video we posted from bleaker and you tell me whose fault it was even got jason on camera saying it wasn't my fault it was clearly gary's fault so jason clearly got it on camera and then lou tried to you know steer the other way. gary yanks it watch the video gary yanked because you hesitated 
it's he said this is a thousand this is an expensive card i'm not trying to just yank a thousand dollar card out of there man it's just you know there was a hesitation you gotta take there. care of it by the way they are a thousand dollar cards now which is crazy i know actually more. franz Sierra says with holland not making the 2022 world cup is his stuff a hold for the 26 cup if norway were to make it or try to cash in on the summer when he transfers I mean, depends what Holland you have. If you have base stuff, I think this summer is probably the time to move it. He's going to end up somewhere big, splashy. I think he can also hold for the next two years. He's going to score a lot of goals. Yeah, I think he probably goes Man City, makes his way to the Premier League. I think a lot of players are going to end up stars in the Premier League more than people think. And... I think you can still hold, but I wouldn't bank anything on him playing in the World Cup if I'm being super frank. Like, ever. All right. Neam Patel says, are F1 patch cards from flagship underpriced? Their race-worn and second-year chrome parallels sell for much more. You read that. Yeah, I mean, jerseys have jerseys have never been, like, a super, super big part of the hobby. Like, in just terms of, like, base jerseys. I mean, as time goes on, like historical game use stuff is cool. So like the game use aspect of it definitely matters. Um, the fact that they're not just like player worn, I think is a, is a huge, uh, is a huge thing, but are they all numbered or are they, are any of them not numbered Lou? I'm not sure. Cause if they were all numbered, then I might have a little bit interest in it. Cause then there's like direct rarity to it. If there's some of them that aren't numbered, I'm not as intrigued by it, but. Right, but then aren't you just more excited about the fact that it's a numbered F1 card as opposed to a, a patch F1 card? Yeah, but I, I a numbered F1 parallel and the fact that there's also they're also race-worn, I think it's kind of like a, a yeah. you know, there's not Doesn't a lot of race, yeah, uh, yeah. Never has. I guess I would have to see, I guess I would have to see what else you could get for the same amount of money. Right, that's a good point. So, Lou Corden, LaMelo Ball, long and short, uh, long and short-term thoughts, buy, sell, or hold. Buy and hold. Yeah, I'm long Lamelo. Yeah, I think Lamelo is going to be a star. When I'm buying Lamelo stuff, I am not buying your base, overproduced, mass produced, mass graded, uh, common stuff. That is what I'm not buying. I think he is a star, right? Not going to be. Is it fair yeah. to say he is a star? Agreed. Yet? I think he's yeah. a star, and he hasn't got. He'll only get more airtime, like Ja. I was kind of a star, but then he just took it to the next level with some highlights, playing some more big games. Hornets are getting better, right? You need to be on that good team to be in the playoffs, etc. Two more years. Buy and hold. Yeah. Lou Corton with another question. He says, what are undervalued football pickups you would look for now in the buying season? Allen Robinson. Quarterbacks you believe that are going to be popular uh, July 27th through July 31st when the Nationals in Atlantic City and people are looking for football Six, you know, four weeks before the season starts. Keep talking on that. National football every time. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, it's just like the stuff of the national, like that sells us the, the good cards of good players, like the stuff that you can't find anywhere else. And then people are getting amped up for the start of football season. It's, you know, typically uh, the Hall of Fame game is that weekend or the weekend after. So that's typically the first preseason game, preseason start and training camp's gone. You're, you know, you're starting to get products coming out for the upcoming season. Like it's just, it's when people are like, Hey, this guy's going to have a big year. I'm going to go pick up some stuff of him. What better place to pick up stuff of a guy four weeks before their season starts than at the biggest card show in the world. seems like a good place to buy. It's been to quite a few of them and it seems to be a a repeating, uh, repeating theme year after year. I don't know. It's actually weird, you know, because of all the quarterback changes. It's hard to make a decision on someone to jump in on right now. Yeah, I think the big thing is going to be is there's going to be opportunities as a lot of guys are already really high where other guys have been moved and have come to the surface. So I think there's going to be opportunity in guys that are going to be in the conversation for competing for AFC or NFC title and could go to the Super Bowl that have not been in the limelight lately and have kind of maybe been forgotten about. think there's potential in stuff like that. If Russell Wilson gives it a go, it could get bananas for him. I was going to say, I feel like everyone saw Matt Stafford win a Super Bowl and they were like, oh, we could just trade for any veteran and it'll work out. So if anything, it makes me want to just double down on the Herbert and the Burrow and the 
you know, those type of guys. Even though they might not necessarily win this season, I almost would prefer to buy those guys because I feel like they would get lost in the sauce of Russ and Matt Ryan and Deshaun and Brady coming back and like, you know. Yep. All right. Greg Kohler says, how do I know when a car should be sold in an auction house? Ryan, do you sell at auction houses much? I've never sold it in an auction house. I haven't either, so I feel like we're not good for this. <laughs> I don't deal a lot in that. Well, space. I think that's a good point. It's it's about demand, right? And understanding. I think if you have a big card, there's typically some big buyers. Define big. I don't know. And even like a five a five figure card, and I think ten grand or over, it depends how seasoned you are. If you're asking that question, I would say maybe it is good to go to an auction house. Their services are good for an exchange of the fee, you know, going to eBay as a, you know, you haven't sold much before to sell a card for five figures off eBay isn't as white glove as maybe working with Golden or Heritage or some of these other platforms. And you're still 10%, 15% fee. If you're more, if you're selling a lot more, maybe you don't need it as much, but also there's sellers that have a lot of volume that don't want to deal with eBay and can just ship it off. So that's my take on that. Yeah, so I don't know enough about the auction house process, so I would love to learn more about it. But my understanding has always been is like you send them something for an upcoming auction that is weeks or, you know, a month ahead. And that's the big thing is like if you pull something and you're trying to cash in on it immediately, if you send it to an auction house, typically you're waiting three weeks for the auction to start, two weeks for the auction to start, seven days for the auction to start. And then the auction runs for three, four weeks and it sits for a while. So then you're out the month, you're out the money for six weeks, maybe from start to finish by the time you send it in the time you get paid. Like if you have a $10,000 card, it just, there's a lot, you know, it could go to 5,500. It could go to 15. Like there's, there's a risk in both sides there. But I just think on like $10,000 cards, there's somebody out there that'll pay you a good percentage of that money now. And then you don't have to take the risk with an auction house. I think auction houses are good for the the bigger cards that are rare and are, are you know, $50,000 plus, $100,000 plus transactions that are uh, not something you would want to send PayPal on and you're not doing check de- cash deals on. You're looking for people that are reputable and uh, gold uh, like golden and pwcc and some of those auction houses are from my understanding again i don't know enough about it i would assume a lot of those buyers are vetted and that money is good money when they when they're buying those cards again I, I i don't know enough about it to speak too too much to it but just as someone from as an from an outsider's perspective that's been in it a while that would be typically what comes comes to my mind aligned chris sudden says are there more doors or wander franco rookies in the world this guy Jay loves a meme more than anything in the world. Definitely doors. No, there's more Wander Franco rookies. Ha, 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 no, there's more doors. Yikes. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, shout out to everybody for submitting questions. Hello, y'all. Hold up. Have y'all been entertained by this doors and wheels question? It didn't. Ca- it didn't <laughs> capture me in that way. <laughs> what an unnecessary attack. Jay puts stuff on this like there, uh, stuff out there like this, and then gets upset when we attack him. Jay's got bots making comments, and then he puts them in the show, and then he's like, why are they attacking me? He sits back like, I gotta go on this week. I'm sad. All right, I'm sorry, Jay, I'm sorry. Let's get into play of the week. We got a... This is from Highlight Sports Cards. It says, what's up, guys? Here's my entry for play of the week. Friday night, I went to a card show out in the Union Marketplace in SoCal and picked up a 2021 UFC Prism Gunnar Nelson Gold at a 10. Knowing Gunnar and that he was fighting the next he was fighting the next night for the first time in two and a half years and also a teammate of Conor McGregor, I decided to make a play on it. The seller had it listed at 100. I went through his value boxes and picked up a lot of cards for 150 with the Gunnar valued at about $40. After the show, I went home and posted the card to eBay just before bed for 350 bucks. When I woke up, it had sold for four price. I bought it at 6 p.m., sold it at 2 a.m. Not a bad profit in eight hours. Knowledge is power. Thanks for the content and keep pushing the hobby forward. Blue, Ty? I love the play. I mean, Prism, Gold. I think it's a good, I, I mean, I think imagery is sweet. So I, I, I mean, buying this card is a play. I think you could have got more, if I'm being frank. But, you know, profit's profit. 
keep it moving. Like you said, six to two, bad, not a bad profit in eight hours. I think gold prism is worth its weight in gold and do what you can to get your hands on it. Yeah. What I was going to say was I'm looking at this and I don't think I'm selling this card if I buy it for 150 bucks. Yeah. Right before his fight. I don't think I'm doing that because did he win? I'm assuming he won, right? I have no idea. I was sold the, the, the night before. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that he won. So maybe not. If he didn't win, I guess I feel not as confident about keeping it, but I, I don't think I'm key. I don't think I'm selling. Yeah. Card. He won. In, uh, yeah. He won. Yeah. There's no way I would have sold it. Great job, though. I'll take the 350 all day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a great play. First year Prism Gold UFC. Like, that's first year UFC. Prism Gold out of 10. I might have... Uh, th- these aren't popping up super often. Now, this would have this would have been up for a few few dollars higher. Paper hands, they call that in this other yeah. world of collecting that people talk about. Can I make a quick statement on UFC Prism before we move on to the next yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more surprised by the success of ufc cards and i am by this by the success of f1 cards and i don't know if that's because i'm biased but i feel like ufc was just sitting there sitting there sitting there and nothing was happening and then the prices of the boxes went super went like shot up maybe i'm wrong about that but i just felt like i couldn't believe that ufc got as hot as it did i feel like ufc continues to gain momentum and betting now being legal in all these states is an added boost to a lot of it yeah, I think UFC will do pretty well. Like, people have always known UFC, but now, I mean, there's just this new whole cohort of degenerates. Yeah, for sure. You know, and we're talking five, ten dollar bets, bro. Like, I'm talking like people are just lobbing ten dollar parlays in all weekend long and just sitting and degening out. Yeah, I wonder how many people will sit in front of a UFC card and do a parlay for like every single fight for ten dollars. Yeah. A lot. And they would have never probably really watched it before or been gambling. Yeah. All right. So the next play is from Instagram underscore 24. Hey, guys, I have a play of the week for you. I started my sports card collecting in December of 2021 by getting into the F1 scene after growing a liking to the sport months before. I decided to participate in a group break of 2020 Chrome F1 Hobby Box, where I purchased a micro spot for 15 Canadian, which is 12 USD, and ended up winning a main spot. I ended up getting a Kimi Raikkonen gold track tag at a 50. Sent it off to SGC, and three weeks later, it came back at 10. I then posted it for 900 Canadian, which is 713 USD, in a Facebook group, and it sold within one hour of posting. So in total, I made a profit of 670 USD. I think they call that uh, beginner's luck. Is that the right word? (laughs) But that's awesome. That's great. What's a micro spot? So it's like... so. In like the breaking world, when it's you know you're selling spots and stuff can't fill, they'll do like minis and micros where it's like, you know, you win. Are you familiar? You're familiar with like a Raz, right? Like ten spots, ten per. You know, if you win it, you get the the spot for whatever it is for hundred dollars. Well, if you mm-hmm. can't fill the mini, let's say it's a thousand per ten spots, can't fill that. You'll do a mini for one of the main spots. So mm-hmm. if one of the spots is a thousand dollars, you might do a mini for a hundred spots at 10, 10 spots, $100 to fill that. If you can't fill that, you break that down even more. So $100, a spot goes to 10 spots at 10 per to, to get in the mini, to get in the main. Like it's, it's, uh, it's, it's breaking terminology. Breaking. Yeah. Breaking, razzing, breaking. stuff like that. Explain mm. that to somebody who has no idea what Ryan just said. Operating a casino. <laughs> um, I think it's a great play. It's great luck. Of course, that's like the biggest piece of it, but I'm pumped that this person made a play and got involved in cards December 2021 because of F1. That's cool. It's a sweet card. Nice, man. I definitely Great underestimated plan. the gold track tag or the, yeah, the gold track so tags. Made a big mistake with that. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Those were just sitting Meaning they were sitting there and you just weren't out. making plays on them? Yeah, I just didn't realize they were going to be as popular as, like, you know, those would be as popular as they were. I should have saw gold and, you know, figured, but. And also, it's like in hindsight, like the only insert in the whole set probably should have been something to... People consider. love gold. All right, next. Oh, this will be good. Speaking of gold. Woof. Heaters. Up North Collectors. 
says, Play of the Week submission. I set up at a small show every month as a dealer with the goal of selling some cheaper cards and being able to buy cards from people that walk up to the table. This month, a 2012 Tom Brady Topps Chrome Gold Refractor at a 50 and a BGS 9 walked up to the table. The owner offered it to me, explained the last eBay comp at $1,600 via auction was his card that he purchased. He was hoping to get about $2,500 for it. I offered him $2,200 in cash, which he accepted. This was on March 11th. I took it home and listed it on eBay that night for four grand and accepted an offer for $3,200 on March 15th. It was paid for, leaving me with $632 in profit on eBay after four days. So I think this is important. This talks a lot about if you like a card and believe in it and you missed out on it at 16, doesn't mean it's a bad buy at 2200. I think that's important a lot is I think we sometimes we get so, I know I'm guilty of this for sure. You get so caught up in the comp, right? Like, hey, this card sold for a hundred. I believe in this card. I believe in this player. Like it's going to be a huge card one day. I know that for sure. But last one did a hundred. I, I got, you know, I got to pay 80. But if you believe in it to be a $500 card down the road, paying the hundred isn't going to, you know, be the end of, be, you know, end all be all. So I, uh, I like situations like this because again, it's not on, it's not on everything, but especially on stuff you don't see a lot or stuff you really, you know, have instinct on that you believe in, then I, I think it's a, it's a good lesson. Yeah. Like I like anything. I mean, I hate, actually, I can't believe I'm using this sentence. I like anything gold and anything Brady. Like, I think it just always automatically plays. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why. It just feels like a thematic. I wouldn't be selling this card. Yeah. I like the play. It's a great play. I just... Oh, I wonder, was this post or pre? I'm back. Had to have been post. March 15th would have been right around the day he was back, right? That was a week ago. Because we talked about it on Last Card Talk. March thirteenth. So he bought it on the ele- he bought it on the eleventh yeah. before he announced. Mm-hmm. Once he announced, he sold it on the fifteenth for thirty two hundred. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So he bought pre announcement and sold post announcement. You love to you see, love that. To see that. that. You love to see that. Yep. That's a big W. Yeah. Yeah. Big W. That definitely uh played a little little tiny factor in that. Yeah. Why? That helped a little sale of it. All right. Next play. All right. Fourth quarter cards. Oh, this will be good. What's going on here? Well, this will be, go. This will be crazy. All right. So it says, first time caller, long time listener. Decided Let's to go. decided quarter, my guy actually decided to submit this play after I finally sold it a few weeks ago before PSG was eliminated from Champions League. I bought this card last year as a BGS eight five for fifty nine hundred shipped from a seller in Thailand. So for those that are listening, it is a Kylian Mbappe tie dye select Kylian. rookie. Uh, it's the field level and it's uh, out of 30 from 2017 select. He says, I took a huge gamble and I cracked the slab and sent it off to PSA. It was at a $300 service level. The huge risk paid off and it came back at PSA 10. I sold that PSA 10 for $15,500, which after fees netted me a total profit of 9,300. So 15,500 was after fees the, it looks like the transaction amount was for eighteen five, so he cleared fifteen five after fees. I believe the card has way more upside and could have held it until Mbappe leaves this summer to Real Madrid, but decided it would be better to reinvest the profit into more plays. Keep up the great content and bringing value info to the hobby. Yeah, Jay said it. That's, this is what you call a, a cracking a cracking slab of jammy. Yeah, I mean, that's beautiful. That's it. Don't understand how you go from BGSA five to PSA ten, but that's another conversation for another day. Let's just celebrate the win for what it is. That's a beautiful card. I want that card badly. Twenty seventeen selects. That's a big card. That's a big card right there. Yeah, that's crazy. A five to a PSA ten. I mean, that's luck. That's yeah. That's wild. The bronze of this card is pretty sweet too. Remember, buy the card, don't degrade. Fresh. Good job. Yeah. He was DMing me this week. Good work. He's like, I got to play in. I'm like. Don't tell me. All right, next one. But he's not going to Real Madrid. He's probably going to Liverpool. No, he's going to Real. Well, this is long. Uh, Tri-City Cards on IG. Matt says, Hey, guys, I'm finally pulling the trigger and sending in a recent play. A few weeks ago, I was searching through the quarter bins on my LCS and stumbled upon a stack of 100 Top Series 1 Rip Party cards. At the time, I didn't know much about this 
the scarcity of these cards. I just knew that they were exclusive to the breakers involved in the Tops Rip Party event. Seeing this was a quarter bin, I didn't think twice about buying a few. I proceeded to buy 50 Rip Party exclusive cards, and all of them were either rookies or stars. For example, Otani, Tatis, Pujols, Luis Robert, etc. It was $10. It, the quarter bin at the LCS accepts $10 for 50 cards, so getting them at 20 cents a piece. Once I returned home and did some research, I immediately realized that I needed to go back to the shop and purchase up all of the remaining Rip Party cards. I returned the following morning and purchased the remaining 50 cards in total. So I was in to 100 cards for $20. During the week, I slowly started listing these on eBay and have already sold eight cards. Please see below for the details. Trevor Story, $33.99. Max Freed, $43.99. Anthony Rizzo, $63.99. Luis Robert, $103.99. Miguel Cabrera, $43.99. Joe Musgrove, $33.99. And the best yet, Fernando Tatis, $153.99. Total, $528.47. After eBay fees and shipping, $418.74. After eBay fees and shipping, I have netted $398 in profit, which equates to about a 2,000% ROI. Additionally, I still have 92 Rip Party cards remaining, including Otani, Vlad, and others. Thanks for considering my play and insightful content. Wrap it up. It's over. Yeah, congrats to Matt on winning Player of the Week this week. Um, it's, it's unfortunate for fourth quarter cards. You're muted, Ty. It's unfortunate for fourth quarter cards. I thought they had it in the bag, yeah, it's but over. it's over. It's over. Yeah. This way you check the, this way Baseball, you check the value. Right in my mouth. Just right just, in your mouth. You just, saw it on Mbappe and thought you had something happening. Uh, nope. Here comes baseball. It's why we check the value boxes. Oh man. That's I tough. love this, Matt. I love this. Yeah, it's over. Oh, yeah, cool. one more play. Jay didn't put this last, so sorry for the, whoever's next, but... I, or not. Sorry, I mean, Matt. Rip Party, how you doing? Yeah, what is Jesus. Rip Party? So they did ah, like you a, couldn't let us know about Rip Party, bro? I wasn't involved in it. I didn't know about it. I don't follow baseball. Hmm. You know I'm not looking for this. Oh, hold on. Sounds like you hate money. Yeah. Jeez. Where were you on that one? I feel like I could have retired by now. All right, next play, Jay. Let's wrap this up. All right, SC underscore cards. It says, hi, I have a proper footy player of the week. This week, with the focus on Mbappe and his 2017 Topps Chrome rookie. The 2017 mm-hmm. Topps Chrome Mbappe card is one of his main and most sought after rookie cards in the hobby. And it tends to sell very well. That's true. However, on the back of the card, the date says 2018, even though it's from a 2017 product. And this can lead eBay sellers to mislabeling their listings and calling it a 2018 card. In September and in February, I found two different listings that fell under this circumstance, and I bought one for 65 and one for 37, both shipped. I held them until a few weeks ago during PSG's game in Champions League, and I sold them on auction. The first sale, 158. The second, 172. After fees and shipping, I turned 190 into $290 with a profit of $180. Heck of a play. Heck of an, in- a heck of an insight, seeing that that stuff take that. is... Uh, Arbitrage at yep. its finest. Awesome play. Love it. It's not being Matt, for sure. But it's it's an amazing it's an amazing play. It's good work, SC. Yeah, SC, I respect it. I like the Mbappe. JC, I see what you're doing here. Two out of five on the Mbappe, getting that back in action. Listen. Red party. The Otani's hundred and fifty can we go back? The Otani's a hundred and fifty dollar card. So in this in this scenario, right, talk me through this. Because in my head, at this point with where Matt is at, I'm not counting anybody else's money, but I'm auctioning every one of them. I'm clearing my money out. Every single one. It, like, let's not pretend that the top strip party is like this like, amazing thing to have. Like, I would sell all of those individually now. Yeah, I, 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 we'd run a 10. If they're up for buy now, we'd run a 10% sale on eBay this weekend. Oh, you'd love to see a little 10% off cross through on eBay? Bang, that's a bit. Maybe a buy one, get one 25% off type deal. I mean, it would... It would be some type of some type, oh, you know, some type of bargain bang. this week. We'd be given we'd be given somebody else the opportunity to end up on play of the 100%. week when they buy the Otani for a hundred and they grade it and they pay us a tenant and sell for eight hundred. We'd be given somebody that opportunity. Mm, um, they'll double they'll double yeah. play of the week. Yeah, especially if we're up two thousand percent on a twenty dollar dime, you know, a quarter card uh play. I would yeah. I would be auctioning every single one of those. Tatis did hundred fifty bin yeah, yesterday. He hasn't even he hasn't even sold the the Otani at 150 or the Vlad, and he has he got what 100 cards. You sold 
seven. He's got 93 remaining. And, you know, Joe Musgrove sold for $35, $34. I'm selling every other I one. I can't believe that. Joe Musgrove Start is the auctions like the at number nine ninety nine a piece and sell every single Kyle one. Tucker sold for fifty bucks. Sold. Gone. Next. Crazy. Next. Soto. There's one listed. A Soto for three hundred. The twenty twenty two. I mean, take uh, at this point, you're up so much money. Take the Otani, and if you have any other major names, I might I might mm-hmm. consider to cease. Can you grade any of them? If you can, I might send the Otani into grading. If they're this rare, if they really sell for this, I might send in one of the two of the bigger names. See if you can grade those. I would sell everything else. Use the money you're making off those to grade the Otani and the other card. Hope for a Jemmy and cash in. This is this is an all-time type play. Oh, yeah. It's a, it's an all-time snag for sure. It's not. I'm not sure it's Hannah's uh, F1 play. I'm not sure I'll I'll find something to beat that. But it's uh it's up there. I think we're we all. Good at, I love we it. In, I think uh, we're yeah. on this? I feel safe that we're good. Congrats to Matt. Tri-City underscore cards on IG. Shout out to Matt. It was a, you know, a crack and smack. There's some good plays this week. Crack and smack, Jemmy. It's a tough beat for fourth quarter. All right. We're going to do a little, uh, there's one product that comes out this week. Okay. I want to pull it up. I want to say it's UFC Prism, but we'll see. Uh, Fortnite comes out tomorrow and Prism UFC comes out Friday. little epilogue. I like the the epilogue that we kind of have started to do. Like the post. I agree. It's my favorite part of the show. I think Lord of the Rings is going to get sneaky. I just think it's so nerdy. I think it's too deep. Nah, pass. You know that. You know that the Amazon show is about to come out, right? Yeah, I'm just that they're redoing the whole thing. I'm just not like most expensive production ever. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it so might get hot. I mean, anything could get hot. That... I, mean, I wish Harry I would have got some Harry Potter stuff for the PC, but I'm not. That's true. Anything can get hot. Look what just happened yeah. to Spider Man. I mean, Tobey Maguire till now. Yeah. I'm out on Lord of the Rings. Never got into it then, not getting into it now. Be careful. All of a sudden, you and Reg are going to be cozy on the couch deep into season two. It won't be me. Promise. I can't get through F1, and I care more about F1 than almost anything else in sports at the moment. Um, so if, if I'm not getting dying to sit down and watch that, I'm definitely not watching Lord of the Rings. I'm going to dig in. I'm going to follow that intuition. Yeah, no. I'm out on Lord of the Rings. I can't. Can't do it. Pass. All right. That's a wrap. That's it. That's all we got. All right. Goodbye, everybody. See you guys. Peace. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.